Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of We're Getting There. How are we all? Hope we're all having a wonderful week. I wish you could see my setup right now. I'm literally sat in the dark because I live in the basement of a house. Wait, that, may- <laughs> that sounds weird. But like, but the family that I currently live with here in France, they have like renovated their basement space into like a studio flat for me. Not for me specifically, but it was like this and this is where I live. And yeah, it doesn't get a whole lot of sunlight, but I also for some reason just haven't put any lights on. So I'm kind of just sitting in the dark with my duvet wrapped around me and I've got my chamomile tea and I've got some chocolate on the side. So, you know, I've got, got my snacks ready. I hope you've all got some snacks too, or whatever you're up to. Where do you guys listen to podcasts? Because I listen to podcasts anywhere. I like to listen to them on a walk, in the gym. Although I can't do like hit workouts in the gym with a podcast on. You know, I can go for a walk on the treadmill with a podcast on, maybe like a leisurely cycle, but I couldn't do like, I don't think I could lift weights and listen to a podcast. But yeah, I know lots of people li- listen to podcasts just more than they even listen to music or listen or like watch films. I'm a bit of a film watcher. I like the cinema and I li- as you probably know if you've listened to any of my other episodes, I don't stop going on about films. And I also am a Netflix gal. I enjoy Netflix. Currently I'm watching Lupin. I've butchered the pronunciation of that, sorry guys. It's a French series. Uh, It's really good though. I watch it with English subtitles, obviously, because I'm shit at French. But yeah, it's actually really good. It's quite funny though, this guy, it's pretty much based on this guy who's like a con artist, he's a thief and stuff. And we're on the third season of this guy now, just pretty much like escaping the cops at every opportunity. Like these guys should have caught him a long time ago, but every episode he puts on like these different dis- disguises and it's just getting ridiculous. It's like, how the fuck does no one know that, that, that that's him? You know, all he's done is put on a pair of glasses. So it's getting a little bit far-fetched if you ask me, but it's still enjoyable and it's good for my French learning. Even though I've not been to French classes for the past one and a half weeks, for some reason I think that Lupin, Lupin, am I saying that right? Lupin, Lupin. It's spelled L-U-P-I-N, but I don't think you pronounce the end of it. I'm going to shut up. But anyways, I think I think that watching Lupin, <laughs> I'm not even going to say it, watching this series is like going to make up for the fact that I've not been to French class, which isn't true. I've actually got a test tomorrow and I'm recording a podcast instead of revising. Shut up. Don't tell me. I know that that's a stupid thing to do, but it's not like a test test, okay? It's not like my GCSEs, which I also didn't revise for. I don't recommend doing that either, but it's not a serious test. It's just to see where we're at with French. Um, I don't want to talk about that anymore because it's going to stress me out. So let's move on to what the topic of today is. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about ways to stop wishing your life away. This has become very pre- is prevalent, the right word? Prevalent in my life. I feel like my mum was always saying to me, Frey, you need to stop wishing your life away. You need to just live in the present moment. And I feel like she's kind of told me to do this all my life, but it's kind of more in the past maybe five or six years that I've kind of paid more attention to what she's actually trying to tell me. I didn't really understand what it meant by like live in the present moment. That wasn't really a concept to me. But guys, I don't know what it is, but the past like six or seven weeks, I've been really feeling present and feeling very grateful for like life in general. And I just wanted to give you some tips about how to stop wishing your life away and why you shouldn't wish your life away because every single moment that we're given on this earth and in our life is so precious and deserves to be celebrated. Even when you think it's boring or you think that you don't like the job you're in or life's just so mundane and nothing exciting's happening. There's still so much to be grateful for. But yeah, I've got six tips that I'm gonna get into that I think 
I've started to put into practice and it's really helped me realise how important it is to not wish your life away and to be present and to be where your feet are because you're never going to get this time back again and it's important to relish is that the right word as well no that's like onion relish uh or like <laughs> wait is relish not like chutney revel revel I don't know what the word is, but anyways, God, I'm driving myself insane already. I'm so sorry to anyone listening to this and you have to listen to me waffle and yap the way that I do because honestly, it's quite tormenting for myself sometimes, never mind for you as listeners. So apologies in advance. I'm going to try and get my shit together. Give me a minute. Let me have a sip of my chamomile tea. Okay, I'm back. I definitely think that when it comes to life in general, it's always so nice to have something to look forward to. Don't get me wrong. I am always one for something, having something to look forward to. I love having a holiday booked when I can and obviously when I have got the money to do that or have even just like a brunch booked with your friends or you know you're going to go for sushi at the weekend, whatever. There's always, it's always nice to have something to look forward to. But I will say I have spent weeks and months of my life, especially the past like three years, just wishing my time away and like waiting for this holiday or waiting for the summer and just cruising through the weeks just waiting for something better to come along and like for these plans and and stuff that I've got organized to come and to occupy me instead of like actually enjoying where I am at that point in time and I think that it's really important to not do that and to actually just enjoy every day for what it is and when the time comes for your holiday it will come and it will pass again and then you'll be looking for something else to enjoy or look forward to and maybe you just need to take a minute to appreciate what's actually around you there and then and then when the holiday comes around this is me like preaching to myself here as well by the way but when the time the time comes for your holiday you can soak it all up you can love it and I think you can be excited for it as well of course but to wish your time away is like not so good especially if say you're feeling a bit miserable in life you're not loving the job that you're in or you're not loving university but you know that you're going to be there for the next year or two years and you've got a holiday booked and you're literally wishing away months of your life just for this two weeks in the sunshine or this one week festival or whatever but I think just dismissing kind of all of those moments in your life and all those like more mundane days waiting for something better is just it's not worth it those little mundane days and those little things that you know you go to your grands for your dinner you go to you know these things that you do that you kind of just dismiss as like not being as exciting enough to kind of appreciate it enough are the things that you should really actually be appreciating the most and you need to be soaking up those moments because you'll never get that time back but yeah I've got six tips that I actually I stand by these and I feel like these are things that I've been doing recently that have really grounded me and helped me feel a lot more grateful and enjoy the present moment a lot more because it's important to do that but anyways let me just get straight into it the first one is to practice gratitude daily I feel like I don't need to say too much on this but I'm gonna because I like to yap if you don't practice gratitude daily what the hell are you doing it's literally proven like the studies it's been like so much research has been done into it that being grateful and like showing gratitude in whichever way works for you is linked heavily with just general happiness. It helps people feel more positive emotions. It helps you to relish a good experience. It is relish. I've got this in my notes. Ah, relish. It's not just like chutney. It's also a word. But yeah, relishing good experiences help build stronger relationships and improve your overall health. It also reduces depression, lessens anxiety, relieves stress and improves sleep. Why are we not all doing this? 
even if you just have a journal and you write or in your notes on your phone, whatever, write down every morning when you wake up three things you're grateful for. These could be anything from the tiniest things that you don't even think to be grateful for, like your eyes that see, our hearts that are healthy, our legs that walk, our family, our friends, our neighbours who feed our cats when we're away on holiday. You know, these all these people and all of these things that we can be so grateful for that I think that we just take for granted a lot of the time. The fact that you have a roof over your head, that you have the heating on when it's cold, that you have breakfast waiting for you when you go downstairs in the morning. You know, there's so many things that you can be appreciative of. The sun in the sky, the rain that makes all the flowers come out in spring. Without sounding too cheesy, it's really important to remember that life is beautiful and it's just a little miracle to even be alive in the first place. So to show your gratitude and to show how appreciative of how appreciative you are of the things around you goes a long way and will make you see the beauty in all of the little things in life. I think especially in the morning when you know you wake up and you think, oh, what am I grateful for today? It really grounds you and makes you feel present because you're being grateful for what's around you right there and then. And it helps you look on the brighter side of life and it helps you realise that, yeah, where you are right now, it's not all bad. There might be shit things happening in your life. There might be, you know, you might not like the job you're in. You might think that life's going to be better in a few weeks time when you get paid or whatever, you know, just to feel grateful for what's actually going on right there and then in your life can make you feel so much more present and happy with where you are and where your feet are. I read in a blog post this sentence which stood out to me recently and it's that gratitude turns what little you have into abundance. So it's these little things in our life that when we feel gratitude for them, you know, it's everything. You can have such little things, but if you're grateful for them and you appreciate them, then there's so much more than that. There's so much more than just these little things. And also going on from gratitude, there's like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Now, I took a photo actually of a blog the other day because I was like, wow, that's super interesting. And this is what it said. Maslow's hierarchy of needs might as well be called the hierarchy of gratitude because of its irony. What we need to survive the most are also the things we take for granted the most. For example, water is our basic need sitting right at the bottom of the pyramid along with sleep, shelter and more. But if you think about it, we're not exactly always thankful for every sip of water we have. That's habit that well, that's what? That's habituation at play. We're only truly grateful when we're deprived of it. And it got me thinking. I was like, do you know what this is similar to? This is like when you've got a blocked nose and you're thinking, fuck, I took my unblocked nose for granted, you know? How fucking horrible is it when you've got a blocked nose? If you've got a blocked nose right now, I'm sending love and kisses and hugs to you because it's rough, yeah? And then when you didn't have a blocked nose, when you do have a blocked nose, you think back to when you didn't have a blocked nose and you're like, fuck, why didn't I just like be more grateful for that? You know, I miss being able to breathe out my nose. And if that's one thing that you're gonna write on your gratitude list this morning, maybe it should be the fact that you don't have a blocked nose. <laughs> See, there's always things to be grateful for, like your health, like anything, the fact that you don't have a cold, be grateful for it. So in conclusion to all of that, Gratitude will make you so much more aware of all the amazing shit happening in your life at this very second, even even if it's just the fact that you've not got a blocked nose and you do not want to wish away not having a blocked nose. You don't want to wish away all of these amazing things that are happening in like inside of you and around you and within your friendships and whatever. Don't wish it away. Be grateful for it and relish in it and cherish it and be present with it. Number two is to think about what you have now that you always wished you'd had. So maybe you've lost the weight, you've grown out your hair, your acne's cleared up, you left the relationship you felt really trapped in and now you're loving your single life. Maybe you finally have a boyfriend after three painful single years, okay? We've all been there. But think about how blessed you are with what you have right now at this time. It won't last forever. 
you know, the only thing that is inevitable in this life is change. And to reflect on what you have now that you wish you had, say, a month ago, a year ago, and being able to appreciate what you have right now that you've always wanted is such a good thing to remember to help you feel more present and to stop wishing this current version of yourself away. For example, I mean, I'm here now in Paris, like living outside of Paris. This has been my dream since I was, I've got a journal entry well, not a journal entry, but I've got a journal at home and it says at the top, age 14, and it's got a list of all my dreams and one of the top ones is to live, well, actually, it says to have a, have an apartment next to the, the Eiffel Tower. That didn't happen, but I live in Paris, okay? I manifested this for myself, really. Little 14-year-old Freya is shook, but the, I have to remind myself of that. I remind myself of that every day, honestly. I'm like, Freya, little Freya is living her fucking dream right now. I should be soaking up every single moment while I'm here and it has made me feel so much more present because the person I am now is who I really 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 wished I was th two three years ago and we've made it baby but you know I'm gonna change again my life's gonna change my circumstances are gonna change my personality might change I'm gonna change and it's inevitable so why not focus on who I am right now and love it. So I actually wrote a little note about this in my notes app back in August before I moved here. And it was because I was kind of doing exactly what I'm telling you not to do, which was wishing my life away a little bit and kind of wishing I was a different person to who I was, like I was right at that time. And I wrote this note and I'm going to read it to you because I think it's quite good. You are always growing into a new version of yourself. Honour who you are at every stage and stop looking back at who you used to be and stop trying to change into the future version of yourself without stopping to appreciate the person you are right now. You have come so far and achieved so much. Stop taking yourself for granted and appreciate who you are right now and everything you are blessed with as this version you are. Each version of yourself is blessed with different things. They're all at different times of your life. They could be a roof over your head, no bills because you live with your parents, having parents who are alive, having a job, not having ill health, receiving free therapy, a gym around the corner from your house, your friends living in the same postcode as you, freedom at the weekends, your grandparents, a newborn baby, your very own house, money to book holidays, legs that work, lungs that work, a loving partner, a good book, a faster metabolism, lovely work colleagues, a family pet and your siblings still living at home. These are things that you can experience at all different stages of your life and you can be blessed in loads of different seasons in your life in different ways. So the next version of yourself will be blessed with different things again. You know, you're gonna be blessed with different things at different times of your life. So instead of wishing you had the blessings of your previous version and longing for the blessings of your next version, stop to appreciate the blessings of your current version because you will never be this version again and there's something beautiful about that. God, I can be quite wise when I want to be. Anyways, on to the next. Number three, remember that everything is temporary. Nothing in your life is permanent, kind of similar to what I've just said. The hard times will pass, but one day you might actually look back on these times and think, fuck, the good old days. This reminds me of high school. I don't look back on high school and think the good old days. I remember the fact that I hated it at the time. I didn't love it. But what I didn't take into consideration is the fact that, you know, at that moment in time, you were with your friends every single day of the week. We laughed until we were crying multiple times a day because we just took the piss, which is really bad. Don't do that. But you know, I didn't also didn't appreciate the freedom that I had. I had my friends at my fingertips. We had funny moments that would happen inside the classroom that would probably never happen outside of the classroom. You know, it's funny because you're taking the piss out of teachers and stuff. Sorry to all my old teachers because we were horrible. 
but I'm not that person anymore, okay? Like, I'm not. And back then when I was in high school, I was just so deep in my hatred of school. I was like, I fucking hate my life. Like, I can't wait to leave school. This is the worst year years of my life. I hate, like, I just hate it. And I never thought one day, you know, I'm never gonna have those little special bits from school. I just always thought about just not being there altogether because I was like, it's shit. But looking back, it's like, maybe it was shit. And like, I don't look back and be like, the good old days. They were the best days of my life. They fucking weren't. But I wish I'd appreciated the little moments a little bit more. And that's kind of what I'm trying to point out. This is kind of my point, okay? So remember everything is temporary. Nothing in your life is permanent, you know? Things will change. The job that you don't like isn't gonna be your job forever if you take some action and do something about it or like if you wanna change it. But being able to remember that that is the case and then still find joy and happiness and gratitude for other little things in your life and making the most of the situation that you are in is super important and will just make your life so much more fulfilling even if you think you're having a shit time. But then just remember as well that everything is temporary on the flip side too. You know, all the good times that you're having is also temporary, you know? Me living here is temporary and that's why I feel, and I feel like it's something that I really have to do is to be present and enjoy every moment of it. Linking into that is that you need to stop assuming that life will get better when your circumstances have changed. Don't get me wrong, it might. It might get better. Life might feel loads better when something within your circumstances circumstances change, but it also might not. It might not get easier or better. I used to always think that I could run away from my troubles and if I changed my environment, I would feel happier and be able to leave my problems elsewhere. I kind of did this when I was in my third year of uni. I was feeling a little bit down in the dumps and I was like, I'm just gonna move home. When when I've moved home, when I'm away from Leeds, that's where I went to uni, I honestly kind of hated Leeds. I would, I would really like to do a whole episode on uni because I don't have a great time and I feel like there's a lot of pressure around uni to for them to be the best years of your life. And good for you if they were the best, <laughs> fuck you if they were the best years of your life, no. But seriously, sometimes uni just isn't for everyone and that's okay. And I would love to talk about that more. Um, But yeah, when I was in third year of uni, I was just not having a great time. And I was like, I'm going to move home. And when I move home, I'm going to feel tremendous. And I moved home and I just took all my problems with me. And I was like, you know, maybe I'm the problem. (laughs) Maybe it's not my environment that's the problem. But it just reminded me that it's about perspective. It's about dealing with your emotions and issues head on. And it's about the attitude to what's around you. Life isn't necessarily going to be better or different when you change your circumstances. Like the saying goes, the grass isn't always greener. And some people also say, the grass is greener where you water it. But I'm gonna add on to that. How can you water the grass if you aren't even there in the garden? (laughs) That sounds so stupid now that I've said that out loud. (laughs) Okay, but my point is like, how can you water the grass if you're not in the garden? If your mind and energy is spent wishing you were somewhere else, being someone else, comparing your day to another person's, if you're not present in that moment in your garden, you can't water it. You're not even in the garden anymore. If you're not being present and being considerate of who you are, where you are, and then thinking about how to make life better for yourself where you are and in the circumstances that you're in. Did that make sense? Was that was that good? I don't know. <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely about nurturing the life you live right now. Even if it's shit, even if you know that there's something better coming around the corner, instead of just wishing the time away currently, try and find the little joys in life and nurture what you do have there and then. Like when I was in high school, I should have nurtured my friendships probably a lot more or at least 
fact that my friends were at my fingertips, lived in the same postcode as me and whatever back then. You know, circumstances aren't always gonna be better. And often they are. Like, you know, if you're not very happy with your life and you need to take action, that's different. Like take action, and move on and stuff. But even then it's about the journey. It's about appreciating where your feet are in the path that you're taking. God, this is getting a little bit deep. Sorry, everyone. The next one, number five, is to bring... Per <laughs> wow, this is getting seriously deep. <laughs> Um, number five is to bring purpose and meaning to everything you do. So I think it is a choice as to what brings you meaning and purpose in your life. I don't think that we all have this one big purpose, this one big mission that we're all, or that you are trying to like work towards. It doesn't have to be groundbreaking. It doesn't have to change the lives of a million people. Great if it does. If that's what you want to do in your life, then that's amazing. Good for you. Go and do that. But I think that with every season of our life, our purpose and our meaning and what we bring meaning to changes. To search for purpose and meaning externally is pointless because you will never find it. I think being able to tap into yourself, is that, is that a thing? Tapping into yourself? <laughs> being able to tap into yourself and realizing what those things are that really bring you joy and bring you meaning and purpose is what will fulfill you and ultimately give you a happier life and make you feel a lot more present in life. So for example, I find a lot of meaning in going to watch the sunrise. It's one of my favorite things to do. It makes me super happy. I make a point of trying to watch the sunrise wherever I am, whatever my circumstances are, so whatever my job's been, whatever my life has been like at any moment in time, I will always try to go and watch the sunrise at some point in my week because it gives me meaning or I bring meaning to it. It means a lot to me. It's purposeful in my opinion because I think that the sunrise signifies the start of a new day and new opportunity and it makes me feel nice that I've woken up before a lot of people. <laughs> I also really like my morning routine that brings a lot of meaning to me. I bring a lot of meaning to it you know. I bring a lot of meaning to my friendships and purpose to my friendships and purpose to this podcast you know. I I really enjoy this. I put time and effort into into my thoughts for episodes and to researching for episodes because it gives me purpose and I bring purpose to this. I could bring purpose to writing a book if that's what I was really passionate to do and what I was thought aligned with me in that moment and in my life. But by feeling purpose doing these small things and sometimes they are just like really small daily activities, I feel much more present and I find meaning in everything that I do. And I'll find meaning in what I do tomorrow and next week and next year. But I'm not there yet. I'm not in tomorrow and I'm not in next week and I'm not in next year yet. I will find meaning in those moments when it comes to it. But I'm not there. I'm here. I'm here right now talking to you. And I'm going to make the most of it, you know? I feel meaning here right now talking to you. Make the most of where you are right now, what you're doing right now. Bring meaning and purpose to the things that you're doing. You don't have to look for it externally. It doesn't need to be something that society or your peers or you think should bring you meaning or that you think should be your purpose. Bring purpose to it. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting a bit carried away with this. Um, and the last one, number six, is to take time off your phone and be present. I've talked about this before in my Should You Break Up With Your Phone episode. If you haven't listened to this, maybe we'll give that one a listen. But yeah, I think being able to put your phone down, especially taking time off of social media and not comparing your life to other people's and not living life through a different reality, a reality that isn't even your own. You know, a lot of the time I live vicariously through influencers and it makes me not feel present. 
And I think I often do that as actually a distraction to my own life because I'm finding my own life a little bit boring. And I don't want to do that because I think I really find value in recognising what is around me and, you know, taking time off my phone when I'm in situations with my friends and my family, 100%, and being present with them because like I say change is inevitable anything could happen to anyone at any time you know you don't want to take any of your friends or your family for granted and I hope no one does and I hope I don't I try not to and I try to tell my friends and family that I love them a lot and I'm try I try to be present with them when I spend time with them and I try to lean on them when I need help and I often in my journal when I'm writing my little gratitude list say that I'm grateful for my friends and family because even though you might not be talking right there and then I know that they're a phone call away and that's something in my current circumstance that I am super grateful for and you know circumstances change so that might not always be the case but yeah being present and taking your time off your phone there's so many things you could do that doesn't involve your phone but one thing I was going to say is that when you're just doing your daily mundane tasks try to be as present as possible when you're doing them and let me know how you get on because sometimes I do this and I'm like this is so weird because you don't your your brain's just in other places you're not thinking about the current moment you're thinking about the holiday in June and you're not thinking about what's going on right in front of you there and then I'm sure I was listening to a Jay Shetty podcast once and he says that when he brushes his teeth he really tries to be present so like even if though it's just like two to three minutes he is just like super super present when he's brushing his teeth and he like counts for sec like he counts like to I don't know how many seconds he does in each tooth but he pretty much like counts while he's brushing on each tooth to kind of be there like to it's almost like a meditation I suppose one of the things I was going to suggest is like if you're doing the dishes think about how the sponge feels in your hand or about the smell of the soap or the hot water on your hands and just being super aware of your senses like your smell your sight your touch That makes you feel so, so present and being able to recognize when you enjoy the smell of something or the feel of something or or the sight of something if, you know, there's lots of bright colors around when you're out on your walk. It just makes life beautiful and it just makes life a great place to be. You're never going to get that moment back again. You know, you're never going to get that very singular moment that you walk past all the beautiful flowers and you think oh my god that shade of purple is gorgeous and there's a little dog walking past at the same time and you're like fuck that's such a cute dog and the woman that walks past with the dog is wearing your favorite perfume and you're like fuck she smells really nice too you're never gonna get that little moment back ever so soak it up love it but yeah they were my six ways to stop wishing your life away i don't know if many of them made sense and i don't know if many of them will resonate with you or you will want to try any of them because Maybe some of them sounded a bit stupid, but (laughs) like smelling the soap when you're washing the dishes. But yeah, there are definitely things that I like to do to try and stay present. And I've definitely been putting them into practice recently because I've got some fun things coming up this summer. I'm going on a nice family holiday to Portugal for a couple of weeks. Got Boomtown booked. I've got a nice little summer coming up. And for a wee while, I was like, oh, can't wait for summer. I've got a Pinterest board, summer 2024. But then I was like, Freya, come summer, you won't be living in Paris anymore that time of your life will be done. It will be over. You really need to like soak this up. Stop thinking about summer. Summer will come when summer comes. Right now, you need to be where your feet are. Do things that make you happy right now. You don't need to think about the summer right now. Enjoy where you are. Write your little gratitude list in the morning. Smell the soap when you're washing the dishes and just be really appreciative of the circumstances and the life that you have currently because this version of you will never exist again. But yeah, That is the end of today's episode. If you enjoyed it, please do let me know. 
And if you want to give me a little five-star review, that would be really nice. But yeah, I will speak to you all soon. Love you. Bye.